Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Biggest story today, period, is out of Tampa. And when we need things out of Tampa and we want to know about what's going on, there's no one better than our guy, Rick Stroud, who's been covering the Bucks for a long time, covering the NFL for a long time. And he is on the waitforward.com hotline. And Rick Stroud, we appreciate the time today. It's been crazy. I'm curious to know, did you find out when everybody else did, I guess, 8 or 8.30 this morning, whenever it was? And, you know, I think the immediate thought was, well, did he tell the Bucks? Because... Nobody says that uh, he had mentioned this to the Buccaneers. Can you give us the timeline of this announcement by Tom Brady? Yeah, I think uh, the Bucks were told a couple hours before the announcement, which was a few minutes after eight, and and I had tried to sneak a workout in. You know, got on my phone, hit social media, and he had just posted this thing. It was one of those moments where you're like, okay, Tom is good on social media. This is going to be one of those. Hey, I've retired and you're waiting for the punchline, right? From eating Subway or white <laughs> bread or something. You know what I mean? Right, like, yeah. It just didn't, it just, and then you kind of like, oh, oh. And then you realize it's a year to the day. Like, this is not coincidental, but it's a year to the day that he retired a year ago, you know, uh, last time for 40 days. This time, I think, you know, he made it clear, like, it, this time it's for good. And it is. And, you know, I, I just think that, uh, not that the Bucks were surprised by this. It was a little sooner than maybe they expected. They, it took them some, you know, two hours to get their prepared statements ready. Um, so clearly they didn't get much of a heads up. But um, listen, he, you know, he's 45 years old. And if you saw what he went through this year on and off the field and the toll that that took on him and the fact that, you know, he didn't have a lot of great options. I mean, yeah, there are teams out there that, that probably would love to dip into the Tom Brady sweepstakes and, and, Certainly, you would include the 49ers after what happened to Brock Purdy. Right. But does he really want to go, you know, 25, 3,000 miles away? Um, and, you know, he's a single dad now. Uh, he shares custody with his, with, with his kids. And all three of them now are on the East Coast, two in Miami. It just wasn't going to happen. And, and his options, I think, were, were really, if he's going to play, was in Tampa. And that's not a good football team. And they've made a lot of changes. And they changed a lot of coaches. And, mm-hmm. Uh, didn't change certain coaches that maybe they should have. So um, wasn't many, many attractive options for him, both personally and professionally. So, yeah, he, he decided it was time. And as we said a lot today, Rick, you can't tell the GOAT when to shut it down because who wants to walk away from all that that it entails? But it just looked like last year that Rams – that would have been an honorable, easy way to go out after that the, the game against the Rams nearly came back. This year it looked like he was so averse to taking contact that some of those passes that you normally see connect looked really, really terrible on TV. Yeah, I think that, that there was a distrust of his protection, no doubt, uh, with the offensive line. You know, one of the worst things that happened happened the second day of training camp before he went out the first time, uh, you know, before Tom left, 
and that was you know the injury to Ryan Jensen, which cost him the regular season. Now Jensen did play uh, and start and play the whole game in the wild card game, but you know it, it just really messed up the offensive line. Um, you know they had to have a new center, uh, the rookie guard Luke Getticke played poorly for six games, and and really you know schematically they, they just couldn't run the ball. Um, you know Tom thought that with Todd Bowles. Uh, that there would be more of a commitment to uh, to balance. Um, you know, he led the NFL a year ago with 719 passing attempts, and that was a career high. He certainly didn't plan on doing that again, and he even eclipsed it um, and threw it like 60-something times in his final game. So there was a dissatisfaction of, about, you know, what was not getting done on the offensive side of the ball, and I just don't think he felt necessarily that anything was going to improve um, especially, you know, having to come in, learn a new system under a new offensive coordinator that they haven't hired yet. And, and you know, so the options weren't great. Um, listen, he's done everything he can possibly do in his career. And I do think it's important for him with this life transition, um, you know, to, to, to focus on that and his children. And, you know, we know he's going to be working for Fox and, and being a color analyst and all that for the, you know, $375 million over the next 10 years. That's not a bad <laughs> golden parachute. So, I mean, you know, uh, we're not going to have a telethon today for Tom, um, but, you know, it is, it, is, uh, it is time to pay homage to his career. Rick Stroud, again, covering the Bucks, uh for the Tampa Bay Times. He's covered the NFL a very long time. Talking with us here on Dukes and Bell about Brady retiring. Uh, one of the things I said today, Rick, is, You know, you look at the NFC South specifically, and I'm talking from the Falcons' angle, and I want you to fill in here the blanks. This division is wide open now, right? I mean, the Saints, they got quarterback issues. Obviously, the Bucs don't know where they're going. You talk about Carolina. But from the Bucs' standpoint, what are the holes? Because Todd Bowles is back, but they let go a bunch of their coaches. You said they haven't hired an offensive coordinator. I mean, and, and, you know, there's all this stuff going on with the Bucs. What's this thing going to look like? They've got a lot of holes right now. Yeah, they do, and 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 you know it starts, of course, uh, with that offensive coordinator, and and they've interviewed about seven guys, and one you know very well, and we do too, and Todd Munkin from from Georgia, and, and was the offensive coordinator here for three years under Dirk Cutter. Rick, can I stop um, you right there? Because I want to ask you, do you think he's the front runner for the job? I would think he would be. Um, that's not to say he'll take it, uh, and and you know, like I said, he interviewed a few days ago. There's other guys that that uh, that I think would do a good job. I mean, I think one of the things you have to consider is the quarterback position and the fact that you know Kyle Trask is the only guy on the roster. Um, he's he's it, and Kyle has spent two years trying to hone his craft while learning an offensive system that he will no longer play in. Um, and so someone's got to come in here and bring in a new system. He's got to learn it. They're going to sign some free agent quarterbacks. I think Blaine would still be a candidate for that. Um, but there's a lot of other guys out there, too, like a Baker Mayfield, who Monk can work with with the Cleveland Browns and, and others. So, uh, yeah, it's it's not going to be a good situation next year. I think for the Bucks, in terms of you know their salary cap, they were $55 million over the salary cap. Brady retiring helps them a little. They can do some things where $11 million count you know, count this year, 24 million next year, dead, dead money. Um, but they've got a lot of choices, 24 free agents. You got to make some cuts to some veteran players. So, you know, depending on who gets the quarterback, right. Uh, and for the bucks, who gets the offensive 
coordinator right, you know, they could still be in this thing. They still have a lot of pieces, um, but it's it's going to be a uh, a total transition for them, uh, like it is for a lot of other teams in this con- in this division. It is Rick Stroud with us, guys, on the WadeFord.com hotline from the Tampa Bay Times. Got his uh, podcast as well about all things Tampa Bay. Rick, the other thing is, you know, the 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 Glazers have fired guys. Raheem Morris won ten games one year, and the next year they fired him after going four and seven or winning four games. I just thought that if you're going to blow out the staff and Arians has already stepped away, why did they just fire Todd Bowles too? It's a great question, and 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 you know, I I think it's difficult. To, to fire somebody, in, however they did it, right? Eight wins. They, you know, we saw what how the Bucks played the Atlanta game. I, I'm confident they may have won that game if everybody had played. Um, but to win a division title, guys, there's only been eight of those mm. in franchise history. Wow. And you know, Bowles has been part of the back-to-back. You know, calling the defense and as head coach and calling the defense. So, in fairness to him, this you know this ownership group has never fired a coach after one season much less after a season that somebody won a division title. Now, granted, you had Tom Brady. It didn't look good. There was a lot of, 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 uh, of bad ball, and they only won two in a row. That was their longest winning streak. But I, I just think that they felt that Todd was hired March 30th last year, way too late, and, and, and was not allowed to bring in a single coach on his staff that he wanted. He had to essentially absorb all of Bruce Arians' assistance. Um, so now they're making some wholesale changes. Nine guys have either been fired or retired. Uh, and, you know, they want to give him every chance. I mean, this has been a very inclusive ownership group. They've had more African-American head coaches, I think, than almost any franchise. And they want Todd to succeed. But uh, they also want him to be given the best chance to do it on his own terms. And so they're going to give him that chance. Um, it might not be a long, you know, a long rope here, but um, but certainly they felt he earned it, and, and that, that's the decision they made. Rick, before we let you go, you've covered a lot of guys. You've been doing this a long time. Um, what were your impressions of covering Brady for the three years he was there? You know, he thanked you guys at the, that end press conference, right? And everybody's like, wow, was that his goodbye press conference? And he was like, I hope I treated you guys with respect. And everybody's like, hmm, that's weird. What was your experience in covering him? Well, you know, it'd be great if everybody had a chance to do it. Um, you know, I watched him from afar all those years in New England. I know a lot of guys uh, that, that covered him. And, you know, the thing that strikes you about Tom is that for for somebody of, of that caliber, right, you're talking about an iconic athlete, um, somebody that's known worldwide, clearly with who he married and, and Giselle and um, now divorced. But, uh, you know, he is a very, very humble guy. And, and he really uh, practices that every day. You'll never find a teammate that he's ever had since high school have anything bad to say about him because there's just, you know, he's a terrific teammate, even guys that are literally as old as his career that he's playing with. And, you know, from our standpoint, it was unfortunate he came in here during COVID. We didn't get a chance to really spend any time with him. Everything we did with him was by Zoom. Um, I had, I think, one of the only one-on-one conversations and interviews with him uh, before the start of, of, of two years ago after they'd won the Super Bowl. Um, but to watch this guy work, you know, most of these guys are, are tortured when they're that great uh, by their own greatness and their demands. He enjoyed everything about football, everything, and enjoyed his teammates, enjoyed practicing, enjoyed the process, um, and even at times, I think, learned to enjoy um, you know, finding his voice down here in Tampa, 
um, and and had a lot of good interactions with him. So, look, I, I don't have anything bad to say about the guy. I, I've never seen somebody, a single person, change a franchise like he, he was able to do right. with his work ethic and the demands that he has for his teammates and the expectations. He can absolutely still play. That's the crazy thing. Um, he can still He can still spin it. Um, but you know, it was really, it, it was exhausting at times cause it's a, it's a 6am to midnight job when you cover Tom Brady and all that he, <laughs> all that he has going on, man. But, uh, but you saw him, you know, I mean, we were, you know, you, you, the lightning won a bunch of Stanley cups. Uh, the Rays were in a world series. And, and when Tom Brady won the super bowl, it became Champa Bay. And that's sort of the, the magic, uh, ride that everyone has been on down here. And, and it's sort of like a, like a meteor, you know, it, it passes by, it's very bright, and then it's gone. And I think it'll be a lot of years before everybody really understands how much they appreciated that time. Great take, Rick. That's why we want to get you on, man. Our man in Tampa will be picking your brain as we get closer to the draft and see what you guys are doing. Hope you don't poach somebody we want. But uh, have a great uh, off season. All right, guys. Thanks. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t-mobile.com. 